The Jen Charlton Show on 930 WFMD. Blending business and politics with your host, Jen Charlton. Good morning and welcome. Welcome to 2023. Hallelujah. I am so excited for this year. I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a great year. Everything that we've been working toward is going to come about. And this show, I was just really excited about the new Jen Charlton show. And it's really about telling it like it is. It's really about straight talk. So I'm really honored to have this opportunity and responsibility to bring truth and light to meaningful discussions that concern us locally and nationally. So I found pictures on my Facebook page yesterday when I was at Jan 6 with patriots from all around the country exercising our right to assemble. People who love our country came from all around our great nation to show their respect and support for our great President Donald Trump. We were there to stand up for and with him and the people against the corrupted election system and the government and officials that had gone amok. At the time, Jan 6 was a day for voicing our concerns for the government's failures and possible corruption, for praying for a positive outcome for our country, and for gaining understanding of our uncertain future. People prayed for Vice President Pence to do the right thing and not accept the manipulated and corrupted election results. We wanted him to stand up against Goliath and decertify the election. We wanted a do-over to preserve the rights of the people and our sovereignty as a nation. When he didn't, it was a real blow. We knew something wasn't right, but we couldn't put our fingers on what it was. Now today, two years later, we are much further down the track into systemic government overreach, corruption, and cover-ups. Unfortunately, our Department of Justice is at the epicenter of that corrupted system, failing to do its job to protect our constitutional rights and to defend our Constitution from degradation and destruction. Rather, lawlessness and corruption are often rewarded by the very judges and prosecutors who pretend to protect us. We are living under tyranny and in the early stages of a communist state. So I'd like to take a quick break. I want to thank Sweeties on the Creek for sponsoring this show, and we will be right back with our guests. Brought to you in part by Flamingo Pool Supply, Industry Lane Frederick, the best for your pool today. When was the last time you had fresh homemade ice cream? Sweeties on the Creek is making ice cream. Stop in and taste our fresh-made selections, including dairy-free and all-natural flavors. Enjoy a fresh cup of coffee with creamy shaker sundae. Taste a new fun flavor or an old yummy favorite. Sweeties, fresh made from cow to cone. Sweeties on the Creek, just up from Market Street. We're scooping now. Past editions of this program are available in the audio vault at WFMD.com, a service of Holtzapel Heating and Air Conditioning. Welcome back. Welcome back to the new Jen Charlton Show. So excited to be here with you. And 
today we are talking about actually kind of a very sad situation in our country today. And I have with me today my dear friend Liz Harrington. And so welcome back. Welcome to the Jen Charlton Show. It's yeah, so it's fun. great. It's, I love it. I love it. So you've been in the throes of dealing with Jan 6 as, you know, working with President Trump. And what are your thoughts? I mean, after the past couple of days, I think it's a very emotional time for the country, don't you think? Well, it's been two years, really, since we lost our country, right? Where our leaders did not have the courage to do what the people were asking them to do, which was simply investigate the fraud that they saw right before their eyes. And the states and the state legislatures were asking just, can we have our electors back? Can we do a 10-day investigation? Can we look into this? Is what the people are demanding. And they refused to do it. And they really have distorted what that day was. Because in many ways, that day was a coming together of the American people exercising their fundamental right to express their grievances to their government. And they did it on a massive scale. And that was one of the biggest crowds, I think, ever. It gathered on the mall in freezing temperatures uh, to hear President Trump's speech, which was a powerful speech. Um, and everything since, the media has distorted what actually happened. And worse, they've weaponized those lies to punish dissent, to go after regular average Americans and Trump supporters and intimidate. They created an unconstitutional Marxist unselect committee it's been her- that has harassed their political opponents, trying to put their number one political opponent in jail. And this is third world country territory which is exactly what you get when you get third world country style elections, which is what people were there protesting in the first place. So we can't forget why people were there. We can't forget that people are still in jail right now. I mean, totally in violation of their Bill of Rights and due process and the Constitution. And President Trump is still working on this issue. He's still committed uh, to helping People who, you know, really have been victims of a tyrannical government. So we, I'm glad, Jen, that you're bringing, you know, more attention to this. Too little people are even talking about it. And it's been two years. And the one of the judges who's been presiding over these really sham cases, they're so stacked against everybody in the D.C. Circuit, is retiring Because they said, I don't want to spend the next four or five years doing these cases because the Justice Department's about to bring a thousand more against people. A thousand more people? A thousand more cases. My goodness. I mean, how many people actually even went into the Capitol? Many, by the way, were let in. I mean, the lies about this is just astounding. So that means they're doubling down. They're going to get They're worse. trying to destroy us. They're trying, they're trying to, to break intimidate. Us. Break and us. They're, exactly. And they're trying to make sure that nobody stands up to them again. And we can't let that happen. We have to know what our rights are, what the truth is, uh, and keep fighting for that. And we're going to have some, some real investigations, hopefully, 
uh, in the new Congress that just was sworn in. And they need to release all the hours of the tapes of the 14,000 hours. I mean, why? If, if it was such this insurrection and so horrible, these Trump supporters, why would you be hiding all the video footage of what actually happened? Well, a couple of things. First of all, they've not said it. They've not been able to prove it to be an insurrection. So exactly. it's not that. And and their their lies and narrative don't make it so. It doesn't make it true because they spew it over and over and over again on MSNBC or all of those crazy uh, left-leaning progressive communist media. So insurrection happened on November 3rd when they stole the election and they turned upside down the process. This is about a corrupted Department of Justice because in the systemic breakdown of government overreach, and corruption to break people to comply this is communist behavior then in that overreach we have to make sure that we're looking at the pieces so one piece of it is department of justice because they're prosecuting us we the people but they're not prosecuting blm they're not prosecuting people uh, who are attacking federal buildings and burning down businesses and causing billions of dollars that blm did they were allowed to do that i think they may have been i'm going to say it here let's say they turned a blind eye to it they turned a blind eye to it so but here we are we're looking at a department of justice and i'm calling on the department of justice to do their job and to do it right or be done and i want to give a shout out to the u.s marshals what people have to understand is the department of justice has many many tentacles in the overall Department of Justice, one of the agencies, sub-agencies, is the U.S. Marshal Service, and they are heroes. Those people are heroes. So I love the U.S. Marshal Service, and they are housed within the Department of Justice. They do a lot of work on human trafficking and, and capturing and returning children to their families and saving lives. So they're amazing people. But otherwise, the Department of Justice is totally out of control. Um, and a lot of us feel that it should be ended and something new needs to be created because they've just lost their way to the point where I don't really think even if there and there are good people in Department of Justice doing good work, meaning to do the right thing. I don't think they can operate properly within that corrupted system. They never will be able to have the power and authority to affect change. Any thoughts? It's it's so rotten. And hopefully what comes out of this new church committee also is an actual accountability for what they've done. I mean, the FBI has meddled in... I mean, we should probably go back even further, but we know they meddled in 2016. We know they meddled in 2020. They're meddling right now in our domestic politics. Um, the entire apparatus uh the homeland security they're putting out security bulletins you're a domestic terrorist if you question uh elections and and call out the fraud which is right in your face i mean they're they're telling you exactly who they are and i had to laugh last night you know they opened the the a floor of the congress and they all recite the pledge and liberty and justice for all justice for who they have not had equal justice these past two years especially but going back even further this corruption i think what president trump is so much exposed and that's one good thing here we are two years after um that day is that we would have never really known how corrupt our elections are how corrupt uh, the deep state is how just how out of control uh, and how much they want to seize all the american people's power away from us and i think what American people have to do 
is really educate themselves on what exactly are our rights. And they're laid out. And not just the Constitution, but the state constitutions. Well, and that brings me... And they really show you, you know, a path forward of what the founders intended for this great country. You're so right. People need to understand the Constitution. And that leads nicely into later on in the show, we're going to have Michael Perutka, who is the founder of the Institute of the Constitution. And they train people in all aspects of the nitty-gritty of your constitution and your constitutional rights. So I'm really excited to have Michael here in a little bit commenting on today and and all that's been going on in Jan 6, but also uh, setting a path forward for how we can empower ourselves against, frankly, the tyranny that is here. It's not coming. It is here. I want to wrap up with you, Liz. And I just, again, we have Liz Harrington here, uh, spokesperson for Donald J. Trump's campaign and you've been with him for a long time do you have any thoughts that you can share from president trump what is his hope for us given what he's frankly endured to try and get us to the point where we are in uh, awake to what's really going on in our government he wants to save our country he sees it being totally destroyed and frankly just slipping away and like you said, he doesn't have to do any of this. He, he never had to throw his hat in the ring all those years ago. And it's been, you know, a complete and total harassment, unconstitutional attacks on him and his family ever since. But he feels so strongly for this country. And, he, and what's happening is heartbreaking. And that's why he gets involved and does what he thinks is right to make sure that we do you know, keep this country going until 2024, right? And make sure that we do have a fair election um, this next time around. I mean, the country really is on the line. He knows how important it is, and, and that's why he fights so hard. And and that's, I think, his message to the American people. You know, don't give up. He, he really is an ever-optimist also, and that our best days can be had, and they clearly can be. Uh, just more people have to do the right thing uh, and keep passionately fighting for this great country. Beautifully said. And I want to say something to those people who maybe have not done the right thing. And I don't think they're probably listening to this show, but I'll say it into the universe and somehow they'll get it. Okay. If you didn't do the right thing, it's never too late to right your ship. God has forgiveness. We have forgiveness, particularly if you come to us and say, I'm sorry, I screwed up. I witnessed this, and the gal down in Georgia is starting to do that, Ruby. So she's starting to talk about it because she knew she was doing the wrong thing. And you know what? Forgiveness is powerful, but condemnation is too. And you got to come clean about what you've done. If you were participating, if you witnessed something and you didn't say something, withholding is part of it. So we have to start to cleanse the soul of America by telling the truth and being being willing to stand up even when it's uncomfortable or shameful because we know we didn't do the right thing. God has forgiveness. We will have forgiveness and we will get through this together. God bless you, Liz. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks so much, Jen. It's always a pleasure. Welcome back to the Jen Charlton Show. And it is so great to be with you guys today. And I wanted to say thanks to Liz for coming on. She's always available when I ask, and this is an important time for us as a nation and uh, really appreciate her. So I have with me in studio, Cynthia Hughes, who founded 
the Patriot Freedom Project. And we've had Cynthia on before Christmas. And I, I want to share something with you guys, because one of the things about the Jen Charlton show and me is that this is about telling it like it is. I have always been super straight with you. So I want to let you in on something. When I had Cynthia on before Christmas, um, Frank left, the engineer, and we had gone off air. And I sat in the studio and I cried. I cried for them. I cried for us. I cried for our nation. And this is a very emotional time. So it's hard for me to, because I'm very sensitive to some of these things. So I just wanted to share that with you because it's okay to admit we're hurting. It's okay to admit we're sad. It's okay to be standing for something greater than ourselves when it looks like we're we're down and out. So I really want to thank you, Cynthia, for the work that you're doing on behalf of the Jan 6 prisoners and their families. Um, Everybody can go back and listen to that show. It was under the Success Happens uh, label, but it will be in our podcast stream. So please go back and listen to that show. But just thank you for what you've done. In a nutshell, just tell people about your organizations in case they miss that show. Well, thank you, Jen. I appreciate you so much. I'm so happy to be here with you in studio. Um, so we founded Patriot Freedom Project, um, as you know, after my fam, my loved one got caught up in this mess and was held in solitary confinement in the D.C. jail for six months. And then after that, um, he was still in solitary confinement, not quite 23 hours a day, but um, but too much in right. solitary. Let me ask you something. Solitary confinement... Was he proven guilty yet? No. So innocent before proven guilty was thrown out the window. Oh, yeah. Okay. Why was he in solitary confinement rather than just in jail? Well, why were any of them in solitary confinement? He shouldn't even been in jail because he has no criminal history and he wasn't charged with a violent crime. And he was an army reservist for 12 years. So he shouldn't even been in jail to begin with. What was he charged with? Um, obstruction of an official proceeding. And this is a felony charge that they're using. Um, about close to 300 people have been charged with it now. And many more, I'm sure, are going to be, as we know, where they're about to arrest another 1,000 to 2,000 people. So um, this is a way for them to get a lengthy you know, prison term. And um, it's basically a bogus charge. It was uh, created um, during the Enron um, debacle. And they're they're using this, you know, to weaponize the DOJ against the American people. Okay, so speedy trial. No. None. Doesn't exist. So not innocent before proven guilty and no speedy trial. No. Which we are guaranteed. Okay, supposedly. Yeah. So now another thousand to two thousand people are going to be subjected to this. Is this communism? Oh, yeah. When, so these detainees and even the defendants, they get, um, you know, something called a status hearing every few months. Right. And so at one of our status hearings where I really thought that, you know, Tim was going to make bonds, um, the judge literally said on record to the prosecution that he was unhappy and a little bit angry um, about the process of this. And I thought, all oh, right. Finally, we, we're going to have a judge, um, a Trump appointed judge, by the way, who was going to do something. And he said on record that um, he scolded the prosecution and he said, you're you're locking people up, you're charging them and then investigating later. 
And that is a true statement because that is what's happened here. And that's so what's why still didn't happening. So why did he throw it out and say you can't why do that? Because he? he has no backbone. He's a total spineless judge. And, you know, my nephew is still in jail. Well, I'm going to hold on. You're being kind. <laughs> Let's be straight because that's what we do here. He's not spineless. He didn't do his job or uphold his oath. You're right. Because my nephew is. Which been- makes him break in the law. Yeah, you're right. No, no question about it. And, you know, my nephew was found guilty of the obstruction charge and he was um, sentenced to four years in prison for basically trespassing. My nephew was not behind bars because of a charge of obstruction. He's behind bars because this judge did not like him. And this judge made that very known to him at sentencing. But he also didn't uphold the process. He himself said the process was wrong. Yeah. And yet he did not throw it out as he should have because the process was wrong. Right. So this is about really honing in on something today. Yeah. And I'm so sorry for your family and what you've gone through. Okay, let's bring Jerry on. Good morning and welcome to the Jen Charlton Show. Nice to meet you, Jerry. Nice to meet you as well. Hi, Jerry. Thank you so much for all you're doing. And I wanted to really be able to have you tell the people your story and Matthew's story. Could you please share with us briefly what has occurred? Um, My nephew, Matt, um, was 37 years old, um, 36 when he walked into the Capitol through an open door during the rally. And he stayed within the velvet ropes. He didn't touch anything. He didn't break anything. He didn't touch anybody or harm anyone. He was in about 10 minutes, and then he left. And about a week later, I had gotten wind that the FBI had a site up with pictures of people who were at January 6th. And I clicked on the link, and my heart dropped when I saw my nephew's picture on the site. Um, I live in Florida. He was still living in Pennsylvania, where we're from. And um, I called my brother and told him Matt's picture was on the FBI site. He immediately went to Matt's house at 6 o'clock in the morning. And um, Matt had already found out from a friend that his picture was on there. And at 8 o'clock... Um, he called the FBI office to turn himself in that morning. So he wasn't one of those people from January 6th who the FBI came and raided him at 2 o'clock in the morning. You know, he turned himself in. Matt had no prior arrest records of any kind, not even a parking ticket prior to this. He was an articulate speaker. He was well-educated. He had a fantastic income he traveled worldwide um for several years he taught english to school children in thailand and south korea and he had a heart for this country um so he turned himself in and was charged with or i'm sorry he turned himself in the fbi questioned him um a week later they charged him with three or four misdemeanors trespassing parading the usual ones that they give everyone and we obtained an attorney and um the attorney said this is this is a a walk in the park no big deal 
and then shortly thereafter, the DOJ charged 240 of the J6ers with the felony charge of obstruction of an official proceeding. And that's when it got ugly. And they were talking about 20-year jail sentences, and we were just floored. And it began a roller coaster of emotion and anxiety for Matt. His, his hearings were constantly delayed or postponed. Sometimes at the very last minute, he was already dressed and ready to go to appear before the, the judge um, via a Zoom meeting. And, um, and they would pull the rug out from underneath him and tell him the meeting's been canceled. It's been postponed. The hearing's canceled. They were still searching for discovery. And this went on and on until December of that year. So it started in January when by December, Matt was completely mentally frazzled. He no longer went out socializing at all. He didn't leave his home. He gave his television away because he didn't want to see his picture on the news anymore. And we lived in a small town in Pennsylvania. So every time there was a hearing or a motion or anything, Matt's picture was on the front page of the newspaper and it was reported every time that he broke into the Capitol, which was completely false. Okay, stop. Jerry, I want to, I want to deal with a couple of things. Did you all, did you all ever approach or frankly file charges against the media for falsely communicating what happened? We wanted to, I wanted to, um, but we had a race in memory of Matt because he was a runner this past fall, and the race was supposed to take place through the Shenango River Dam in Sharpsville, Pennsylvania, and we were denied our permit to run through the dam, and they said because of the controversy surrounding Matt, the Army Corps of Engineers denied our permit. And the local news station got wind of it, and they reached out to me for comment, and I refused to give them a comment because they were not kind to Matt or any of the J6ers. So they ran with the story anyway, and Matt's dad was watching the news that night and had to watch his son's name and his picture all over the news again, and it devastated him. And it was at that point that my brother um, implored me to not pursue any lawsuits because he simply can't handle it. It's too much. So I, I abided by my brother's wishes, and I have not sued anyone as much as I would like to, Jen. I can't put my brother through anything more. He's already living a nightmare. I'm so sorry. It's, it's like nothing anybody could imagine. Um, so, Matt, on December 21st, um, 2021, he went to his attorney. He said, I, I need this to be over. I got to get my life back on track. How, how can we just make this all go away? The DOJ was not budging on any plea bargains of any kind. They weren't willing to drop any charges. And his attorney informed him that he should just plead guilty and it would be over quicker. And I know a lot of people have said, 
why are these J6ers pleading guilty if they weren't guilty? Well, uh, let me say, let me step in. They broke them. The DOJ, through unconstitutional acts, including what we discussed earlier with Cynthia, no speedy trial, putting them in a gulag, in solitary confinement for misdemeanors, and then conjuring up this thing that they charged 200, what did you say, 60 people with, okay, so that they could really get them. They broke them. And that's what communism does. Yes, exactly. And by pleading guilty, his attorney had told him that um, because he had no prior arrests or anything, um, he was looking at six to 12 months in a prison, federal prison camp, minimum security. And um, Matt kind of resigned himself to, to that, and he accepted it. As badly as we couldn't accept it as his family, he accepted it. And he even went online and researched what his life like. And just to give you some insight into what type of a person Matt Matt was, um, he realized that he could put his education to use in prison. He said, you know what I'm going to do? He says, I'm going to take online courses and I'm going to pursue another degree. And he says, but at the same time, he said, I'm going to I'm going to teach um the inmates so that they can get their GED. I'm going to help them get their GED. He says, so I'm going to spend my time productively helping people. This is what was on his mind, even as he was contemplating going to prison. So, Jerry, I'm sorry, go ahead. Anything? No, it's okay. So, I don't mean to cut you off, and I, I wish I had, you know, I want everybody to know, we are going to have an event today at 1130, if you're just tuning in. At the Frederick Elks Club, I have with me today Cynthia Hughes in studio, who started the Patriot Freedom Project to help people like Jerry and her family and the prisoners. And Jerry, that's how you all you all met. And and Jerry, your nephew, when what what happened that he finally gave up because he had he saw hope, he saw a way to make yeah. a difference despite his circumstances, which is extraordinary. What? then happened that had him take his life well his sentencing hearing was scheduled for march the third and um the week before that on that monday matt was just just filled with anxiety and he called his attorney he said i'm very nervous about my hearing on march the third that is the same day his mother died was march the third and he had a bad feeling about that day And his attorney said, well, I got bad news. They've postponed your hearing to April Fool's Day. And they are seeking to add a terrorism enhancement at the last minute. That could have brought his sentence to four to six years in a federal prison. And Matt lost it. He called me on the phone. He was sobbing, just sobbing uncontrollably. I could barely understand him. He was so scared. And um, I kept telling him, don't worry, it's going to be okay. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. It's going to be okay. And um, that Friday evening, my brother called me and told me I needed to purchase a plane ticket because Matt had just hung himself in his garage. I'm so sorry. And that was the worst 
day of my life. It will always be the worst day of my life. And the DOJ couldn't care less what they did to him and our family. He was 37 years old. He loved our country. And he died because our country turned their back on him. Jen, you know, I've been, if I can interrupt, and uh, I've gotten very close with the Perna family. Um, Jerry and I are very close. And um, Patriot Freedom Project actually sponsored, you know, the first annual Matt K, uh, Matt Perna 5K run. And we're going to sponsor anything that needs to, you know, raise awareness to Matt's um, tragedy. Um, but I've been around this family. Jerry has four brothers. Um, I've been around Matt's father. Um, I've, I have traveled up to the Pittsburgh area from where they're from and spent time there. And, um, just like, this is my family now. I love being with this family. You know, we're both Italian. We have Italian, big Italian families. We, we had macaroni and meatballs together. And, um, this is a wonderful family. And, um, the way the people in that neighborhood, in that area where Matt, you know, was from came together was amazing and the support. So, um, the people in this country need to know that they broke the spirit in this kid. And while he is no longer in pain, I talk to Jerry every day and I'm around her family. It's sick. They will never, ever get past this they will have an empty seat at their table for the rest of their lives i want to take a break jerry please stay on the line everybody you're listening to the new jen charlton show and i want to thank you for being here we'll be right back success happens is brought to you in part by flamingo pool supply industry lane frederick the best for your pool today when was the last time you had fresh homemade ice cream Sweeties on the Creek is making ice cream. Stop in and taste our fresh-made selections, including dairy-free and all-natural flavors. Enjoy a fresh cup of coffee with creamy shaker sundae. Taste a new fun flavor or an old yummy favorite. Sweeties, fresh made from cow to cone. Sweeties on the Creek, just up from Market Street. We're scooping now. Welcome back to the new Jen Charlton show. It's great to have you all with us. And this is a tough show to start with. And I really want to thank Jerry for sharing your heart, sharing your family's uh, fate, and uh, for all the work that Cynthia is doing to help people who are going through this in your own family. You all stood up and took action when most of us have said, what the hell can I do? I mean, I've said that, and I'm a person of action. I've said, what can I do? Because they've weaponized the Department of Justice and the prosecutors and all their compadres against the people. Yeah. And what has occurred is unconscionable, it is unconstitutional, and it is criminal. Oh, yeah. And it's time for us to deal with, now we've had enough. Now, is it an insurrection 
And I've got Michael Peruk on the, on the line. Good morning, Michael. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, Jen. It's great to be with you. Thank great, you. Great to have you with us. So is my question is, is it insurrection when what you're trying to do is stop the bad guys from destroying your country because they are the ones who took over? They are the ones who unconstitutionally destroyed Matthew Perna. His blood is on their hands, not ours. That's right. Yeah. So, Michael, I really appreciate you being here. And everybody, at 1130 today at the Frederick Elks Club, we will be having Tyranny No More with with Cynthia Hughes will be there with the Patriot Freedom Project. Michael Peruka, myself, Liz Harrington, and we want you to be there and come and learn about not only what occurred in Jan 6, really, but, and we're going to expand the conversation beyond the show because we only have an hour here, but right. we'll have a Q&A, and Michael will also talk about your constitutional rights because he's an expert. He teaches people on the Constitution. So good morning, Michael. Just We just have a few minutes. So can you share your thoughts about Jan 6, first of all? And uh, um, Jerry Perna just shared uh, what had yeah. occurred in Matthew's life and so forth. Well, that, the, Jen, first of all, thank you. And congratulations on your new show and your new, your new title for your thank show. You. I'm, I'm happy to be a part of that. Um, l- listening to Ms. Parna and hearing that story, I mean, it's just, I have no breath. Um, I, I have, it's just, it, it, it takes your breath away. The, the evil and the, the consummate evil that, 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 that we're witnessing in our country. Um, and yes, it is communism. And yes, it is, uh, the weaponization of the, of the government against it, against the people that it has a duty to protect and defend. It's, it's doing exactly the opposite. This is what, our, this is what World War III actually looks like, Jen. Um, this is this is the way that we are being attacked. It's not it's not a war of of guns and and bullets, et cetera. Uh, at least uh, not overtly. It is it is this uh, this in, this. In fact, what has happened is insurrection on the part of the agencies of government. And it, and the the very evil thing is it, is that they reach out and they they call they they accuse you or they accuse their own people of doing of of what they actually are doing themselves. And you see that over and over. You see that taking place um yeah yeah we have a saying for that michael remember point one finger at them and three are coming back at you so when they're pointing their fingers at us they got three coming back at themselves because they have done the deeds not us right and and you know this is not new in history uh uh, and we'll talk about that a little bit more today at at the event that you described um this is not new in history i mean frederick bastiat wrote about this back in the 1840s uh what do you do? The, the, the dilemma is: What do you do when those who are charged with upholding the law use the law to break the law? And and that's actually what we're witnessing. We're witnessing those those who are charged with upholding it actually using it using the, the me- mechanizations of law to to actually do lawless things. And um, one of the things that we're going to talk about today is is and, and uh, just I'm kind of saying this in summary is. This will make you crazy. This, 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 this is designed to make you crazy. But what we need, I think, to, to recognize is that one of the things that we need to do, and we'll talk about this, is don't go crazy, go local. We need to go local. We need to have our, our local officials understand the Constitution. We need to understand it. 
we need to understand what law is and what law isn't so that we're not easily fooled and manipulated and oppressed. So I want to uh, uh, amen to what you've said. And I'm so excited to have this opportunity to bring, uh, of course, Michael Peruca was the former candidate for attorney general here in Maryland, and he is a constitutional attorney and expert. So we will be learning not only today, there's, this is going to begin a process that will start today about us taking our power back and using our constitution as it's designed and intended to be. And you'll be doing trainings and things, and we'll talk about that. Okay. And we'll have you back. But I want to talk about what you said about this is, this is a, this World War Three, and we are at war, and these J6ers are prisoners of war. Make no mistake. So we are in a PSYOPs war. What they did to Matthew Perna was destroy him from the inside out using psychological warfare. Delay, 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 suffer, 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 PTSD. We all know about PTSD. I worked for years in human services. I'm intimately aware of PTSD. What they are doing is causing post-traumatic stress syndrome disorder for the J6ers so that they can break them. And that's what's happening. Michael, how do we stop this? How do we take it back? Well, one thing we need to do is to, we need we need to know the rules. We need to one one of the reasons one of the reasons this has happened to us. I mean, and, and let me say first of all, I don't have a silver bullet that I, that that no, nobody does. Nobody has a silver bullet. But there are there are there are, there are logical, practical, palpable things that we can do to improve our position and and improve our ability to fight against this this uh, uh, the, to fight this war. First of all, we need to understand that it is a war. Um, uh, but but we need one of the things that's gotten us into this situation is that when lawlessness has occurred uh, in in lesser ways we don't recognize it we haven't stood up against it we haven't fought against it we haven't we're we're basically uh, just deluded into thinking things are lawful just because we're told by the you know the agents of government or the, or the agents of the media etc. Um, and well let we, me let me answer something able- let me say this what we so what you're saying. Don't be an okey-doke. We the people cannot be okey-doke. Okey-doke. This is the way it is. Okey-doke. No. When it's wrong, it's wrong. And we must say so. Go ahead. No, that's, you're, you're right. See, many people have kind of a backwards idea about the Constitution, and we'll talk more about this, but, but the, the idea that, it, that it, our, our Constitution is, is a Constitution of limited and enumerated powers. The government only has the powers that we've specifically listed that they, that they have. They don't have anything else. And, and we, we tend to, we've, we've begun to think that, well, as long as the Constitution doesn't prohibit them from doing it, then they can do it. They have this broad range. No, that's exactly the, the, the inverse way of looking at it. Um, they only have the powers we give them. We have government by consent of the governed, and we didn't consent to any of these things. But we, we need to, we need to uh, be able to understand and articulate that. And we need local law enforcement officials. And this is why I, I work with the, the, uh, the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, um, Sheriff Max organization, because, we, we, because the local sheriffs and police chiefs need to know what the rules are and stop, in, stop being the, the, commis, the, the tyrant or the little commissar of the tyrant, they need to be the defenders of us. And, and that's, that's what we need to, to be able to, to articulate and defend. And, and Jen, you know, 
uh, to touch on on what Michael is saying, um, and Jerry will tell you this if if she's still on with us. Um, Jerry's very very direct and forward. Don't mess with Jerry. Let me tell you right now. Okay, if you're in a battle, you want her at the front lines with you. Trust me. Um, she'll tell you. She reached out to all of her, you know, um, politicians in her area, and um, and, and, and outside of the area. So we'll we'll have to pause there. I want everybody to know that you. It's important that you share this information, this show, and also the show at the event afterward to people who may not know, because you. It's not to speak to ourselves. We know what we have to do is reach into the populace and educate them about their rights and that we are in a war. This is a psychological war and people are dying. This is very serious. This isn't an oops, well, get over it, you didn't win the election. That's not this, okay? That's more of the psychological warfare to tell us to get off it, okay? So everybody, thank you so much. The Jen Charlton Show got kicked off here, right here on WFMD. I want to thank our sponsor, Sweeties on the Creek. We're scooping now. Make sure you get down there and get some great hot cocoa or ice cream. And we will see you next Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on WFMD.